welcome to God Mode Unlocked. I can't break from the episode count thing, so I'm just going with episode 123. Where we bring you all the big gaming news, tech news, co I don't know, comic movies, everything these days. We do, we, we cover everything here. That's Pop all culture. Good. That's, yeah, that's a, I hate that phrase. I really, I don't know why, but I do. Um, but it, it's fitting. So let's start. We got, we got a big, several big Microsoft stories, as it seems always. We're not. Let's not start with Microsoft. Let's start. Let's start with the Resident Evil conference that was. It was, it was a very eventful week, wasn't it? I mean, like there was. It was pretty there's, good. There's a there's a lot to talk about this week. Yeah. So let's start. I mean, with, oh, go ahead. Well, I mean, we could start with the fact that we got a new president first and foremost. Yeah. Um, what is there to say? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, it was just. So many things. All right, let's let's move on to Resident Evil. Get back to the games. So so there was this much hyped Resident Evil conference this week. And uh did you watch anything from it? Did you watch like the new Resident Evil trailer, Resident Evil Village? I keep wanting to call yeah. it eight, but I, I village. You no, know, I, I don't think I actually watched the Resident Evil eight trailer. Yeah. I did catch the reverse trailer. Oh god. I'm glad you did because uh, I want to talk about that. But Yeah, yeah. So uh, Resident Evil 8 is coming out May 7th. This trailer was probably... So I don't want to say the game looks bad because it doesn't. But the trailer was like the lamest trailer I've seen for a AAA game in a long time. It's like It was like two minutes of like nothing. Like Yeah, I I, I sort of assumed that. Here's the, I, I here's just this, assumed it would be like the first trailer. Who's this? Here's this big vampire lady that everybody's obsessed with now. I don't know why. Step on me. And... uh it was like it, it was a really lame trailer it really was like yeah so the thing to me let's let's talk about the reverse trailer and i'll yeah. let you, i'll let you take the floor first i'll hold back my well, thoughts so this, this, I, is, I even, this is a multiplayer game this is a, <laughs> this is a multiplayer game to be clear that's being tacked on to resident evil 8 village so you get it for free with resident evil village so. Okay, do you know, first of all, do you, do you know how the reverse, like, the gameplay actually works? Like, It's a six-player team deathmatch game. Okay, so so what is it? Once you shoot dead one of the opposing players, they transform into a zombie? Here's or, how it or, works. Or one of the monsters, and then they come after you? Do not even fire up this mode if you buy Resident Evil Village. That's my yeah, advice. it, it did not. Play it. It it's, did not look good. It's cel-shaded. Like... Yeah, the, the trailer was so bad, the person playing it couldn't even hit the targets that they were yeah. shooting at. Like they're shooting the well, ground, they're shooting the I sky. Mean, it, it looks like it's using the actual like Resident Evil, you know, just gameplay. Yeah, you know, which doesn't which, work in multiplayer. No, like that's what I was thinking. It's like I was like, I can't imagine trying to shoot other people, you know, I mean, with the Resident Evil control. Yeah. Yeah, they just don't seem to lend themselves to multiplayer, so I just can't imagine it. The, the cel-shaded look, which normally I'm not opposed to cel-shading. I'm really not, but it looked bad. Yeah. And th there was no sound effects in, in the trailer, which was bizarre. It was only music. Um, yeah, I was watching on my phone, and I was like, what's going on? What, what The textures looked really weird. Yeah. I didn't realize it was cel-shaded. I just knew something was off. I don't know. Why, like, why is why is Capcom obsessed with making these trash, like, 
tack on Resident Evil multiplayer modes that nobody plays, everybody hates. And they've got, they had the perfect formula 15, 15 like, was it 15 or 20 years ago? I, like, I don't get it. it when, when was Outbreak out? We, weren't we in high school still? I think it was 2005. Yeah. So 15 yeah, oh years yeah. ago. Like, At least. What do you think the reason is? Like, do you think there's because Outbreak didn't do that well? Do you think there's people that think, well, we can't do that again? Like, well, yeah, and I do think that's what it is. I think it's because, well, it didn't work out back then, so it's just a bad idea. When that's not true at all. It was, it was just that back then the technology wasn't ready. It just wasn't ready. You but now even, it is. You couldn't play online without a hard drive on the PS2, yes. which nobody had yeah. one. It was like a hundred well, bucks for like a no, on I top think you, of a three hundred dollar. Well, you could. You could, but what you and what, I experienced was was it loaded yes. faster. It, no, not just faster. It took five minutes to load into a room. Literally yeah. five minutes. You know, the best part though was is you could still hear what they were doing. Yeah. They're like if they were if they were and this is you know like kids that haven't seen this game. Um, you could you could actually board the doors shut. So you could actually hear your teammate load into the game if you didn't have a hard drive, and you could hear him boarding you into the room with the zombies. Out of the, yeah, out of and the game. And there's nothing you could do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were like, it was basically unplayable unless you had a yeah. hard drive, and nobody had one. Very few people had one. But I don't know how they don't look at games like, like Left 4 Dead or Dead by Daylight, which is super popular now. Uh, any of these, or Resident Evil Outbreak, their own game, and they keep making these terrible, like they did, last, see, last podcast I mentioned, the the one that was with, with in Resident Evil 3, and like, you weren't even aware of it. Like, it was that much of a drop in the bucket that you hadn't even yeah. heard of it. Like, no. that's how bad. Still, still know nothing about it. It was called Resistance. Oh, God. Yeah. And now was we that got, first person? Re, was, no. Okay. No, it's part that of Resident Evil game. 3. It's part of Resident Evil 3. Don't know but, it. And then they made that Umbrella Chronicles game, which I'm sure nobody here now remembers. Now, that, that was the first person one, right? I don't think so. I think it was third person. Oh. Or was it, was it? I don't think it was called Chronicles. It was called Umbrella something. And it was so... Yeah. Everything in the entire game was brown. Everything was yeah, just... Yeah. <laughs> it looked so... And ugly. Like, why are they wasting their money? I really don't. Yeah, that's know. what I don't get. It's like you, you, you had this great idea for a multiplayer game, and, and then they keep pumping this trash out that nobody wants. Nobody wants this stuff. Don't you? They want to. They want to play Resident Evil, but they want multiplayer. Don't you think it would be like pretty cheap to just like put Resident Evil Outbreak in 4K and re-release it? Like, yeah. here it is. Like, Outbreak would work. It would you know, work. And, I see I see companies doing this all the time. They, they they have like these crappy other games and then they're like, okay, let's just let's stick our big franchise name on it, you know? Yeah. Uh, you see this with Metroid from time to time at Nintendo. How did um, nobody will remember that game? The soccer the, game with yeah, the Metroid like Federation soccer game. Force or whatever it was called. Um, you know, and it's just like you're 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 damaging your brand, you're you're damaging, you know the the customers uh trust in that brand i mean what you know what it's just such a stupid idea bethesda was big in this for a while too they were sticking elder scrolls on everything they made like 10 elder scrolls spinoffs that i feel like they weren't originally elder scrolls games they were just like all right we'll call it elder scrolls and you know it'll be fine um 
But yeah, I, I really wish Capcom... Are, are you even interested in Resident Evil Village? My interest in it has really waned. Like, I, I'm not sure I'm going to get it. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of interested to see uh, if it's more open world than 7. Yeah. 7 was, you know, I mean, there was really just like a bunch of pathways you could take. It yeah. wasn't really open. Yeah, corridors. So I'm curious to see, like, are they actually going to open it up so it's like a world that you can actually walk around in? Or is it still, you know, basically the corridors? Uh, Ever since I read the whole plot that leaked online, too, it was like... Yeah. It's very different. I it's don't very, think uh, I want to play this. And that's that's mildly interesting to me, is that it's it's very different from any other Resident Evil game that came before. Um, but I don't think no, it is. I'm, I'm not that excited. I, I, I think... It's going to be Resident Evil 7 with a different setting. Yeah. I do like that there's a lot more enemy variety, it looks like. That was my, a big complaint about 7. Um, you know, there's some really interesting enemy characters. Resident Evil always has, has been pretty good with that, coming up with crazy, out-of-the-box villains. Resident Evil 4 was really good with it. Um, you know, 7 was good with the family there. I think my policy for Resident Evil games going forward uh, is going to be uh, wait for Game Pass. Wait, <laughs> you still waiting for Game Pass for number two? Yeah, well, yeah, I know. And it Which was like your most the, anticipated game? <laughs> well, with the price at twenty dollars, I was like, it's got to be coming at some point, right? I mean, usually once it hits that twenty dollar price point, it's like okay, next week Game Pass. Capcom is such a weird company. Ajax. I know they are. I feel like they've increased their quality over the last few years, but they're still operating with this weird business model. Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I guess the Monster Hunter games make enough money to just <laughs> propel them forward. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and that's another weird franchise because that, like, it's the same game again. Makes and a again killing and again. though every time. God, it's the same game. Yeah, pretty it's much the same game. Pretty much better graphics. Yeah. So let's talk about the Xbox Live thing because this was huge. This was like... oh my god! You, okay, let me let me just say something before we talk <laughs> about this. When they when you texted me about this, my first response, my first response is they're going to back down on this. Literally, very first response in my head because we talked about this on the show. We've talked about but, them doing this numerous times. They do this all the time. They they do something, they get flack, they back down. You know, like. Every single time, without without fail. Well, I think uh, you're right. First of all, but I, I think in this case, it's warranted. Like, yeah, I don't know what their thought process on this was. Like, it seems to me that if you want to raise, if you want to get more money out of gold or services, subscriptions in general, what they should do is just drop gold and make it so you don't have to subscribe to Xbox Live Gold, but you have to subscribe to Game Pass. Like yeah. and make it Game Pass Ultimate for fifteen bucks a month. It's a win-win. Yeah. It seems like a no-brainer because then they can say, "Hey, you don't have to pay for gold anymore. Uh, you know, it's rolled into your Game Pass subscription. So yeah, we're charging you five dollars more a month technically, or you know, whatever it comes up to be. But you're getting all these games. They can at least say they're handing you a value. Yeah. But um, to just be like, oh hey, we're doubling the price of Xbox Live Gold. Thanks a lot. Like, I, who, how, do, how many levels of, like, uh, like authorization did this have? Because it seemed like somebody somewhere must have looked at this and been like, uh, 
this is a bad idea, you know. Like, well, oh, I, I see what they're they're going for. I, I get I get the plan. You know, the plan was increase the price of the uh, lesser desired thing, yeah. which is gold. You know, um, to make the more expensive thing seem like a better value. So essentially, they're going to nudge everybody into getting into Game Pass because, you know, it's like, well, why would you pay this much for just gold when you can pay just a little bit more and get, get you know, the whole thing? And I get it. I, I, I get it. And I think they were just going to slide it out there, see if, you know, people, you know, grumbled a little bit, but just took it. Or if there was going to create a major backlash you and then they would just rescind it. I, I, I see what you're saying. And I think that is, is what they were going for too. But, but how did they not realize that like, this is, I, I don't get how they didn't think this was like, Oh, see if people are going to grumble. Of course they're yeah. gonna, you know, like, yeah. like this yeah. is, this is the internet we're talking about here. And people have already been talking. The stage has been set already and not to Microsoft's fault. But people have been talking about how much of a ripoff gold is and that it's going to go free. Oh, we need it's going to go free. It's going to go free. It's going to go yeah. free. And they go, well, no, oh, we're not going to make it free. And as a matter of fact, we're going to double the price. You know, like, yeah. like that just seems like like it, and it, I think if they rolled it out with we're doubling the price. But, uh, you know, free to play games will no longer require gold. It, they might have had a little bit better of a message there because it's like a give and take. Yeah. But they, they eventually ended up backing off, not only reducing the price, but they did the free-to-play thing as well, which is, uh, matches what Sony has done. Um, but this was the first move that Microsoft has made that I felt like... It, like, everything was they've been doing for like the past three, four years is so pro-consumer. Yeah. And then they throw this out there, and it's like, this was this out of a different strategy book because it doesn't seem to fit with where you're where you're going here. Um, well, you know, in fairness to them, um, the price of gold hasn't changed since it right. first came out, right? Like it's been it's the got, same for twenty up, years. I think it went up ten bucks. I, it was fifty. Is that what it was? It was oh, fifty right. the first, right. like the first that was five, like, five years, I think. Yeah, that was yeah 60. way back. I think it's been sixty since like the Xbox three sixty. Yeah. Which is, you know, going um, back over, yeah, about ten years now. So, so in terms of inflation, it's actually probably decreased by quite a bit. Yeah, um, but at the in time, I, I think the question is though, what are you getting for it anymore? Yeah, you can play games for free on PC. Like, you yeah. don't need. Why do you still need to pay? And I agree, and I think it would be a good idea for them just to go Game Pass only. You know, um, because. You're right. Like then it would be equaling the, you know, the playing field with PC, um, which I'm sure they would charge if they could figure out a way. Uh, uh, well, I mean, yeah. they, they already get you for Windows there. It's the same company, you know. Yeah. But, um, and then they can make that's, you subscribe to all those other services. On yeah, but that's only like a one-time charge of like a hundred bucks or whatever it is. Yeah, but then they're gonna sell you, you know, services. Yeah. OneDrive and office and you know all that other stuff do you actually get any of those uh i think i i mean i have some version of office i don't know if it's a subscription yeah. or uh you know i actually have the one drive 
bundle. I have one it's drive. Like I think it's like a free version or something. Yeah. Um, Take my money, Microsoft. But I, I just don't get because what you're saying, I think, makes total sense. Like we, what we want to do is push people into Game Pass. Yeah. So why, why didn't they just say, okay, a year from now, gold is going to be gone. You can't just get gold. You're going to have to get Game Pass, which will include all the benefits of gold plus Game Pass for $15 a month. Well, because... Just do it. If, if, Don't do us half-step. Half-steps always fail. How much is how much is Xbox Live a month right now? If you just buy it Whatever, per month. Six, uh, it comes up being more than 60 a year. I yeah, think it's, so like, it's like $9.99 yeah, a month. Yeah, yeah. So it comes out so, about a, so to force people to spend fifty percent more for for Game Pass, you know, if, if they don't want it, like might be a bad look. So they're probably just figuring, well, this was worse. Yeah, this was way worse. Actually, you're right because Game Pass is only fifteen dollars a month. Game Pass Ultimate is only fifteen dollars a month. Yeah, that's well, the the PC and Xbox version. So what were they gonna do? I, you know, I didn't even look into this, but now that I crunched the math on this, I'm I'm like, how's this gonna work? So if they were doubling the price, what was the per month of gold going to be? The same? $15? Uh, so I, I think if it, because it, it changes based on, yeah, if you get it per month or per yeah. year or per six yeah. months, the and longer you already, subscribe, you get cheaper. If it was um, already $9.99 a month, where, what were they going to raise it to? Uh, how was it going to work? Well, I think they were going to put a cap on how long you could subscribe. So then... You couldn't subscribe for more than six months, so you couldn't get the sixty dollars for a year thing. Yeah, you had to yeah. get, you had to get, you know, whatever nine ninety nine, uh, sixty dollars for six months essentially. I think is uh, so you'd be at a hundred or no, that, that's still, I don't freaking know. But it was no, gonna like either. double. It was gonna double the price essentially. However, well, it, maybe. Well, maybe that was it. Maybe they were essentially gonna charge rather than giving everybody the discount if they got it sixty dollars a year. Maybe they were just gonna charge everybody nine ninety nine. Maybe. That, maybe. Maybe that's why they figured they'd get away with it because you know essentially it's what they've been doing. And, and they probably looked at well, well, that's what Netflix does. You don't buy a year of Netflix. You don't buy a yeah. year of Hulu. You know, you you yeah. pay on a monthly basis. So they probably thought, well, you know, people don't, people don't really mind nine ninety nine a month. I still don't know um, though. I still don't know though why they didn't just just force Game Pass on people. I I know nobody likes to be forced, and I've got you know numerous friends who refuse to get Game Pass. They say I don't want those stupid games. It's a bunch of crap. They don't take the second to even look at how good the how good Game Pass is. It's I only want to play Call of Duty. I only want to play Madden. FIFA, yep. whatever. Yep. Um, Dennis is one of those people. You know that it's so stupid. I don't want all those two hundred games. That's trash. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of good games on there, though. Oh, I, I know. <laughs> I know, but that's what they all. That's I, I. I don't know. It's it's like they were. I don't know. This whole thing backfired so bad, and you know, as we've said, they stepped back. They revoked it. They're not doing it. We're actually getting a better situation where free-to-play games don't require gold. But, yep, Microsoft backs off again, and <laughs> here we are. So, let's. We got a that's so Sega this week. This one is brutal. Yes. This is the most brutal. That's. It, uh, I don't even. This doesn't really fit. That's so Sega. Sega 
has 729 employees voluntarily voluntarily retiring in February which is not only not only are they losing 700 employees which I didn't even think Sega had 700 employees these days but it's going to cost them billions of dollars in in payouts and I really have to wonder at, after February is Sega even like do they even exist I, I don't know. Sega, I mean, you know, between like Sega and Konami and I don't even know anymore. Like, it's so sad to me. Like these companies just make such brilliant and awesome video games and now they barely exist. And to me, to me, it's, it's really like, it's a warning. It's a warning. And it's why I like switch because you know, watching some of these powerhouses essentially be forced out of the industry, mostly because of just rising costs of games in general, I think, you know, like... Well, no one charges more than a fucking Switch eShop. <laughs> well, yeah, but... Uh, well, yeah, and and the, the cost to develop on it is, is the has to be the lowest of, of, of the three consoles, so... No um, PCs. You know, the return indie indie style pc development is... well yeah 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 but i mean if you're going to do a triple a game it's going to be cheaper on the switch because what i would what argue con- those aren't triple a games what, what constitutes triple a on a switch is the only triple a games on switch are nintendo's games yeah but i mean the, the nintendo proves they can do it so i mean you, you can make a triple a game on a switch nobody and will so- though because it's trash <laughs> at any rate um yeah, it's, so, it's, it's, it's the timing of this odd because you think you think Sega just made a killing on that Sonic movie. Yeah, you think they'd be more well, flush than I have been in the past ten but, years. But Sega's Sega's just like constantly switching it into reverse and just just going backwards. <laughs> like but, that's all they know. <laughs> they gotta be driving in reverse faster than the speed of light at this it's point. All they know. They just keep finding another gear somehow. <laughs> it's just <laughs> I I just. How, the other thing that I really question is, how do 729 people voluntarily retire in the same month of the same year? That seems yeah. that seems like there's something there's something going on there. It seems like the company won't even allow that. Like, right? You know, that's like, what I mean. Like, okay, like, we have no, no employees like, left. Well, yeah, between between the employee hit and the the cost, you know, the the, the massive one time lump sum that you're gonna have to yeah, it's have, billions. It's literally yeah. billions. They got, if you I look mean, up the it article, like, it's in there, the number. Wow. I mean, it just seems like something you wouldn't want as a company. So, do you think that like Sega had a call and said, like, hey, you know, that we got the payout from the Sonic movie. We made X amount of billions of dollars. So then, uh, then all the employees were like, oh, okay, now you can pay my, <laughs> you can pay my severance. Thanks for taking our, I mean, yeah. It just, it's just so odd to me. You don't, you're right. Of, so I, I don't think it's coincidence. I, I I would be surprised if Sega had more than like a thousand employees, and seven hundred are all. I don't know. I, I I mean, dude, do they do anything besides video games at this point? They might make a few like arcade. You know, obviously they have licensing. They license Sonic, and I guess uh, just oh, Sonic. You know, what's funny is I, I saw this thing, and and it was a uh, it was a uh, that's so Sega moment. Um earlier in the week. So Sega bought the largest toy company in Japan. What what kind of toys do you think they would make? 
I don't want to guess. They don't make Sega branded toys. They make Nintendo toys. <laughs> uh, I don't get not it anymore. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't. I just don't get don't, it. You know, if they're this is one of those weird situations where I really feel like Nintendo should have just freaking swallowed Sega. They're yeah. basically. The I mean, sure, they were competitors 30 <laughs> yeah. years ago. Yeah. But they're, yeah, I mean, like, come on, bring yeah. all your franchises with oh. us, you know, join yeah. us. We'll be stronger Virtual together. Fighter and, and Nintendo would, Nintendo would still use their franchises. I guarantee you that. I mean, you, you oh, would still see like keep all the development and, teams, you know, keep, so they can still make Sega games, but do them, yeah, yeah. do them for us. It's a shame. You're right. That would have been, that would have been beautiful, but I guess uh, not in this reality. I think, and I think the thing about Sega is they have so many properties that when you try to think about utilizing them all, it's almost an impossible task because they've yeah, got but I mean, so many. It would um, it would definitely help, you know, with franchise fatigue. You know, yeah. you'd always have like a new franchise to plug in there for people to look forward to. I'm going to close this discussion out with it seems like Sega is going in reverse in supersonic speed. Yeah. All right, so we got some business, gaming business news here, and then we got a rumor. So PUBG is issuing an IPO. The company, PUBG, like PUBG Corp, is issuing an IPO. It's going to be $27 billion. So they're going public. You're going to be able to buy stock in PUBG Corporation. And uh, they said in the press release that they have a new mobile battle royale coming out this year as well as a new AAA Battle Royale coming out in 2022, which most people think is basically just a new PUBG on a brand new engine that will run faster than 13 frames per second and will be a lot less janky. Thank you. So my question for you is two questions. Do you think they can catch lightning in a bottle again with a with a PUBG 2.0? And... and PUBG sold 70 million copies. 70 million. And would you buy this IPO? You personally, would you Would you buy it? I'm always interested in IPOs, and I always think, man, I should yeah. really try one, you know, and see where it yeah. goes. Uh, I don't think I would buy this one, only because, you know, the, the lightning was caught in the bottle one time. Yeah. But... And this is a big but. They were usurped on it. They were usurped by yeah. Fortnite, you know. So, so now we got the risk that you know can they can they actually make an interesting game twice? And even if they do, you know, it's still going to play second fiddle to Fortnite. I don't know. It's just I think not that interesting. I think the interesting thing, not from a personal perspective, from a business perspective, PUBG Mobile, I think, is like the the third it's in the top three highest grossing mobile apps at Fortnite, it's 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 less for like Fortnite earns less PUBG's mobile for some reason i think internationally is what is where it really yeah. shines well i mean PUBG's, you know it's it's probably definitely has an older audience capable of spending their own money whereas Fortnite's gotta be like mostly little kids yeah i i think too though that PUBG's one of those games that um, I think it has more of an Eastern appeal. And and I think yeah. a lot of those countries, that, that mobile gaming is their jam, you know? So, yeah. like, PUBG Mobile is ginormous. 
That too. And, yeah. and probably, so probably so that I think you might be right. I, I I don't know how much a new AAA battle royale it may succeed, it may not. But I think the mobile one is actually probably what will carry them if this if they continue to succeed. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna guess that the new PUBG is actually gonna it's gonna be a success. I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna triple A one. Be, yeah, I'm gonna guess this could be good. I think I, I think it has a real good chance to at least draw people in, whether it holds them or not, I don't know. I really feel like people are getting like desperate for for new games. And you know, if if the new PUBG looks really good and if you know PUBG esports have always been really good. It's a really tense game. So um if they focus big on esports with it and tournaments and stuff, then maybe it will go somewhere. I don't know if I I, I kind of want to buy this IPO and just I don't know. I want to be part happens. of one. I want to be part of one. You know, like yeah. it seems like in the long run they almost always go up from where they start. Almost always. Yeah, but you know what it usually happens is it, they come out, they're overpriced, it, it drops a little yeah. bit, and then it goes up. Yeah. I remember thinking so, about buying the Twitter IPO back in the day, and now I'm like, God damn it, I wish I bought the Twitter What IPO. if I had? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. that's the thing is you, you got to hold it long term, you yeah. know, and, and there's going to be moments where it's going to be really ugly and really yeah. scary, but if, if you just hold it for years, you're going to make hundreds think, of percent. I think the Twitter IPO dropped like almost like, half of its value in the first few months and it just sat yeah like it didn't do anything for like yeah like a year or two just and then it you know now it's probably 10 times that but i don't know yeah. what it's the moment um so 10 cent came swooping in again and uh i supposedly the rumor came out that they're assembling billions of dollars to buy u.s and korean gaming companies and they bought Klee, who makes Don't Starve, Shank, and Mark of the Ninja, which was kind of a surprise to me. Yeah. Um, and Klee said, tell me if you think this was forced or not. <laughs> if, this, if they were told to say this. The Klee said that, because I think they were. Klee said that Tencent was the only potential buyer that they could find that would allow them to have some type of control over their company. Yeah. <laughs> and it, we're talking about Tencent. Like I don't, I don't feel that that's, that that can possibly be true. Well, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's because Tencent is just so damn big that just they're like, the checks, oh, you know, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Like we don't care what you do. Just make us money. You know, otherwise we're shutting you down. Yeah, that, that probably is true. I could see them being basically like that. You know, because they're Here's so damn budget. big. It, it doesn't really matter what this company does because yeah. you know if they screw up, they're just gonna shut them down. And here's your budget. It. If you stay above here. You're good. Yeah. If you go below here, you're all you're all out. Sign the line yeah. if you want to. I mean, you know, at this point, most European, you know, there's like a million European car makers, and at this point, there's only actually two European car companies because they've all banded together, um, and they all do their own thing. They all act like they're their own company, and I think that's what's happening with Tencent. Is like they're just getting so many like studios and companies that. You know, they're going to be like, whatever, just do whatever you want. Yeah, cause... like, how can you possibly manage them all? Yeah, you can't. exactly. I feel the same way about, you know, Xbox. And, I, and that's what all of them have said on the Xbox side is like, you know, Xbox is basically giving them complete yeah. independence. It's like, well, you have so many studios, you can't possibly like micromanage all of them. Now, you know, here's the question. Do you, do you think Sony did the same thing and every one of their studios just wanted to make a third person action adventure game no or? no I, 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 well i what i think is 
what I would guess, and I could be totally wrong. They paid big money for this this engine, whatever engine they use. You know, I don't know what it's called. I think it's called Decima or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, you know, you can all use this. We own it. We bought it. We invested in it. Um, if you don't want to use it, you're going to have to, like, you know. Too bad. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to, sh- sh- yeah, force out the money yourself to buy whatever <laughs> engine you want or yeah, no, here, here's your engine, basically. Oh, but it does one thing really well. Cinematic third-person action. Oh, games. yeah, you know, so, that's, that that could be it. You know, it doesn't do first-person shooters. It doesn't do puzzle games. You know, it doesn't do racing games. What it does is third-person cinematic action game. You know, that's, so do whatever you want with it, but yeah, this is you what you do whatever got. You can do whatever you want as long as it's a third-person action. Paint country. it whatever color you want as long as it's black. Black, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I still, you know, every, I sit here thinking so much about all the franchises that Sony has that I'd really like them to bring back all the time. Oh yeah. And I'm like, they're never going to do it. They're just, they're just never going to do it. And I mean, I'll, there's so many, there's so many studios at this point that you can say the same thing about. Oh yeah. But I think what kills me is that Sony seems to have the money and the capability to do it. Like you can look at Sega and be like, all right, they're a shell of their former self. They're just not going to do it. You know, I I get it. Sony seems to have the capacity. It, they've got the tools. They've got the partners. They've got the money. Yeah. They've got the tech. And they just don't seem to want to. And I, I, I mean, Capcom making a good multiplayer game, same thing. They just don't seem to want to. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll spoil this Godspeed story. And that was uh, Sony shut down Killzone.com. Uh, this past week. So Killzone wow. is apparently you dead know, just, just dead. Yeah. It, it, and I, I don't know. Should we have seen this coming? Because every gen, it seems like they put all of their developers on one franchise. They yeah. make two, they make two or three games on it and, and it and then they move on. They've been doing this since PlayStation 1. Yeah. So. I mean, I think maybe we, yeah, we probably should have seen it, especially once Horizon hit it big. Yeah. Um, because plus Sony know, doesn't way, have an engine that can do shooters apparently. <laughs> well, I think ever since Horizon went big and then Bungie left Microsoft, I think Sony probably just looked at it and was like, "Well, you know, like Halo isn't Halo anymore, you know, so we don't really need to cover that base." Uh, so you know, whatever you guys will just be like our Zelda studio, and uh, we'll have Call of Duty, about, and we'll have uh, yeah, we'll have Destiny. Yeah, exactly. Third third party first person shooters can. And Battlefield and Yeah, we'll just we'll just have the advertising to uh Call of Duty and good enough. I don't think they even have it for this gen, do they? I don't think that anybody um, has it this gen. Maybe oh, I they know. do. I don't I really don't know. Yeah. Um I I I'm kinda like Horizon was okay, but I don't know. I'm I'm still really split on that franchise, whether it's really something to be like proud of i mean it, it's obviously their zelda but the, i mean graphically it was it was incredible uh the world is very i love the world but the gameplay i got so bored of it very quickly it really wore yeah. me down and i i, I don't mean know. Well, let me ask you this do you think i mean have you seen the sales situation of the ps5 in japan it's dismal isn't it Oh, it's it's horrific. I mean, it's by far the worst. And to a certain extent, it's it's you know 
sort of limited by supply. But I kind of get the feeling like it's not really going to get much better even when they got supply. Well, you remember leading up to the PS5 launch, there was all these rumors that uh, Sony Japan had kind of been like cut out. Like, like, Like the American, the North American branch of Sony had kind of been handed the reins for PlayStation and actual homeland playstation japan was just kind of like left yeah, in the dark and, and, and what what effect do you think that's going to have on sony going forward like i i think you know i think japan has always been a major source of strength for them even in the west like they, they always had those like really niche uh japanese games that xbox yeah. just wanted to get, and that always gave it an edge it has but when you look at the sales figures we were discussing last week that that only 15% of the game sales for the entire industry in, in 2020 came from Japan. You got to figure how many, you know, how much, how much of the sales game sales came from Japan in the total industry now? Probably, yeah. probably not much, probably 10%. But, how many, because when you put U S gamers, Chinese gamers, European gamers, Japan's how many, and what's the population of Japan? But, Honest question. Well, last I knew, it was it was around 180 million, but it's declining fast. Yeah, or maybe it was like 120 million, somewhere in there. Um, uh, but you know, I I don't think you can do a straight line like and you know just say, well, Japanese sales are only 15 percent because yeah. I think I think the value of the perception, especially amongst the the most hardcore who tend to like Japanese games, I think. Uh, I think there's an added value there, you know, like, you know, one of the biggest criticisms of Xbox is it doesn't have any games. And yeah. I think part, part of that is, is like, exclusive. Many, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think part of that is, you know, like PlayStation would get a bunch of Japanese games exclusive de facto simply because Xbox basically didn't exist in Japan. Yeah. yeah. And now I see most of those franchises probably going to Nintendo and just saying, forget Sony altogether. There's there's the Switch um, situation. Switch is huge. In yeah, Japan. yeah. And I mean, the Switch development's cheap, like as yeah. you mentioned. But and I also... Go ahead. So I, I don't know. Do you think it could be like an N64 situation where Sony wakes up one day and like all the Japanese developers have gone to another console and well there's that and i think the appeal of japanese games you know as as we have talked i i think has waned drastically i think think two generations ago i think you're you're i mean it was a big deal what console final fantasy was exclusive to back in the day you know it it was a big deal all those japanese franchises but almost all those japanese companies and i guess that's the theme of this episode almost in a way between talking about sega and capcom and uh, konami they've all lost their i mean capcom's doing okay um but but those franchises don't carry the same weight like yeah i don't think that that north american and european and korean and chinese gamers are care all that much about those japanese franchises anymore i would say dark souls is one of the most prominent japanese franchises now but i mean if you go back to like ps2 you 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 had like metal gear solid yeah yeah um which which you know was on ps2 not on xbox you you had um resident evil devil may cry resident resident evil 4 came to ps2 before it came to xbox i mean long before right i mean it didn't it didn't even arrive on xbox until like 
360, I think. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was um, late in the gen. Like, very you know, late. Devil, Devil May Cry. So, like, there was a bunch of, you know, good Japanese J- all games. All JRPGs. That. JRPGs used to be huge. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it definitely gave the PlayStation an added advantage that now they're not going to have. And I just wonder, like... They had, like, all the like, Japanese fighters on PlayStation 2. In a lot of ways, it seems like Sony's moving into Microsoft's wheelhouse by, you know, positioning the PlayStation more as a Western console, you know, because they're going to lose Japanese support. That I'm, I'm positive of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't, you know, I think right now, I, I think Sony's okay. And I think we both kind of made this prediction that for this gen, Sony's going to be okay. But in the long run, their strategy seems to be kind of short-sighted. Um, yeah. Well, I just, I mean, well, let me add one more thing to that. One more interesting wrinkle. So Sony is also at the same time, they're buying up anime. They're, they're buying, yeah. like, they bought Crunchyroll. Yeah, I saw that. Good decision. I think. Well, yeah, but wouldn't it be smart to like have some sort of like PlayStation and Crunchyroll bundle? Cause like, there's yes. a lot of overlap there. There's a lot of like Japanese fans yeah. You know, of, of just all sorts of Japanese culture. Like, why wouldn't you bundle those together? But now, like... I mean, it's free. Crunchyroll's free. Yeah, you but they have, ads, like, but... Well, they got, like, paid tiers, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It just seems like a, a, a missed opportunity to me. Well, and, and I... Th- you know, Crunchyroll's moving into original anime, too. Like, they're pr- kind of much like Netflix. You know, it started as a collection of movies and shows, and then... um. So Sony could potentially capitalize on that too. You know, we we have, uh, they could make, they could straight up own some of those properties and then convert them into games. And yeah, uh, exactly uh, that too. That too. We'll we'll see how it goes, I guess. But just seems bizarre. I I still don't see. By the way, there's a Resident Evil Five demo out right now. It's exclusive to PlayStation Five, and I saw so many people. Saying like I can't believe Sony paid for this. Like Wait, Resident Evil Five or Eight or Eight Five. Jesus, yeah, okay. Village, Village. There's okay, a Resident well, Evil I, Village demo. I, I, I knew Five was the best selling one of all time. Well, my, I, I call realize. it Five because, in my opinion, there hasn't been a real Resident Evil game since Resident <laughs> Evil Four. Um, but yeah, there's a Resident Evil Eight Village demo out on PS5, which is like really exciting, you know, if you're a PS5 owner. But there's only 300,000 of them out there. So it's like, you paid this much money for a demo that nobody can play. Like, Yeah, and that's the thing. Well, I mean, have you seen the release schedule for the PS5 over the next, like, six months? It's, it's horrific. No, no. The game spies, you mean? Yes, it's, hor- it's horrible. It's terrible. There's no games. I mean, there's no next-gen games. I, I think Xbox has the medium coming out soon. See, yeah, and I just I don't know. I, I think this I think we're heading to a very bad place. That's why Game Pass is that's why Game Pass shines though, because it doesn't yeah. matter what's coming out what month. You're not waiting on that next triple A game. There's always something. Yeah. And uh, you know, yeah, I, I I think if you're yeah, if you're a PS five owner right now, what are you doing? Like what yeah. are you doing? If you're an Xbox Series X owner right now, what are you doing? I guess you're playing Spider-Man. If you don't like that, or, or Demon Souls, but... you're playing old games at 120 FPS. It's... Yeah, I, I don't know. So another old franchise. A lot of rumors came out about Battlefield 6 this week, and the rumor is that it's a soft reboot of the franchise. That they're 
taking it, you know, they're taking a step back and they're trying to re-envision it, but that it is mostly inspired by Battlefield 3. And everybody online I saw was cheering this on. I, I, I don't really have all that great memories about Battlefield 3. No, I, me I have very few, actually. That was like the first, like, modern warfare one, right? Yeah, like yeah it was modern that. times, I think. Yeah. Was Battlefield 2 modern times? I think it was. Was it? I can't I remember so. now. I think no, so. No, well, I mean, I guess it... Okay, yeah. Battlefield 2, but technically the second Battlefield game was Battlefield 2142. Was it was it Nam the second Battlefield game? Uh, I, I thought it was. was I thought it was Battlefield nineteen forty two. Obviously, obviously, there it's neither here nor there. They're talking about Battlefield three, which was modern warfare. Yeah, I think. definitely, uh, definitely. Uh, which is kind of interesting to bring it back to the modern age, and I don't know. I like Battlefield more as a, as a period piece. I think that I'm so you know, sick back of in World time. War Two shooters. I. Yeah. And one. Like I can't believe they thought that World War One was really any different than World uh, War Two from a yeah. gameplay perspective. Well, I don't know. Like the, the tanks and stuff. Who the, gives the, a shit? Nobody the, even the, likes vehicles anymore. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Take me back to the Vietnam. days where flying into a helicopter led you to nothing except yeah. flipping backwards into the ground where it was that's so hard thing. it was so hard to pilot. That your friends would just instantly kill you in the helicopter. That's the thing. Do I want to go back to helicopters and jets? You know, I always hated the jet. It was too damn fast. You, I used to fly outside the map on it constantly yeah, because I couldn't I turn it around. I hate the jet. I hate the jet. I would go across the whole map. I'd be so far out of bounds that I, I'd just explode. Like I would yeah, just, I'd exactly. Me too. I, I couldn't turn it fast enough, and I die and there's probably and people if, laughing. And if you can turn it that fast, though, how do you balance it? Like, how do you shoot down know. a jet that's Exactly. I just, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it either. But I am kind of encouraged that it, they're call, they're think of, thinking of it as a, a bit of a reboot because that means they're not just like pumping out another battlefield. You know, they're really trying to hopefully give it some thought. And uh, yeah. <clears throat> I, I'm more excited about Battlefield Halo personally. It reminds me of Battlefield Earth. I should probably yeah, not say that, but 100%. I am way more. Um, excited for Battlefield Halo. Then I hope they actually call the mo call that mode that Battlefield. Yeah, right. They just <laughs> just, just lowercase b it, and it's not a copyright. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so that's all of our that's all of our big news for the week. But a lot of our Godspeed stories might, uh, as usual, <laughs> sidetrack us. Yeah, yeah. Balloons yeah. a good word. We should start calling them balloon stories. Well, I can think of one story that I'm hoping is in Godspeed story. What is it? Uh, just tell uh, the uh knights of the old republic no you can it, it, you can introduce it if it's star okay. wars i basically don't even read it so okay well you want me to do it right now yeah go ahead okay what's going so, on the 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 rumor the rumor is is that knights of the old republic is getting a remake or, or a reimagining it's not it's not a remake it, it's not uh a remaster it's it's a reimagining of like the first two games i think yeah um to make it fit with the, like the modern Star Wars universe, mm -hmm. um, and the the rumor is is you'll never guess who's developing it. That that's the specific words they use. Is you'll never guess. It's not EA. It's not Bioware, and the 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 insider said you'll never guess who's developing it. Well, so I want to try and guess who's developing it. So, 
I mean, that's the thing. That has been the rumor for years was that EA wasn't interested in making it. And that Bioware pitched it several times and EA always said no. They wanted yeah. to make it and EA said no. Um, the reason I didn't put this on the agenda is because this has been a rumor for 15 years now and it never seems yeah. to come true. So um, well, <clears throat> I, 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 as far as who's developing it, never guess is kind of an odd. Does that mean like maybe it's not an RPG developer that... that, that or what do you think? Could be, or I think the other possibility is it's not a it's not a Western developer. It might be a Japanese developer. That that's that's my other guess is maybe it's a Japanese developer. And that's the original Kotor games were turn based. For those of you who don't know, yeah. Um, do you think it would come back as turn based? I don't think so. I don't know. Well, they also said that it's not a household name. Like it's not a it's not so it's not a well known studio. So it's Sega then. My my first guess, you know, nobody is, knows who Sega is anymore. My my first guess was Dimps, who I believe is owned by Sega now. Who's Dimps? Dimps were the people that made Blue Dragon for Microsoft. Aren't they closed? I don't know. I thought they closed like not. twenty years ago. <laughs> I, I hope not, because they're my guess. Uh, just I, because they're small, they're not known, and it would just be completely left field. I I just thought of Square, somebody within Square. And, oh. uh, you know, when you think of turn-based games, you know, yeah. Square well, Enix I mean, maybe, is who comes to mind. Well, what about, like, Crystal Dynamics? or? They're so busy with a flaming turd that is the Avengers game that I don't yeah, know if but they... Yeah, it, it looks like maybe they cut ties with that. But then again, it's supposed to be someone we, you don't really know. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. Not a big name. I don't know. It's really interesting. I'm curious to see what happens. Because I always wished I'd played Knights of the Old Republic back in the day i don't really feel like it's the type of game you can play today and really oh, appreciate it's, it's the, same the, way. the pace of play is so freaking slow and yeah so i'm hoping that it's decent so i can at least play it and appreciate something about it i liked the first one at the time i have about zero interest in playing another one though i i um i yeah i, I just i can't think of anything star wars that i really yeah, would want to play at all. Yeah, I, 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 when I think of RPGs, I'd rather see Jade Empire too than. Kotor. But but a lot of people said like, oh, this is the best RPG of the Xbox era. Oh yeah, for sure. Blah, blah. For sure. And, and so to not have experienced that, I I kind of wish I had. Yeah. Well, you might get that chance. It just it might suck now. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Uh, that brings us to Rankum. Do we have our first Rankum of 2021? Or are we mulliganing uh, it again? Yeah, here's 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 our Rankum of 2021. <laughs> Rank the weeks of 2021. <laughs> uh, this one was probably the best because there was yeah. there's nothing bad. No, there was nothing bad that early happened. <laughs> yeah. but there was, it was just okay. It was kind of like a normal week. Exactly. Uh, I, I I would say the week of the insurrection has to be the worst, whichever week yeah. that was, first or second, yeah. I can't remember. But I thought it was the first week because it was the sixth. Yeah, so, so. I'd, I'd say the second, third week's the best, second week's the middle, and the first week's the worst. Yeah. But, yeah. The inverse of as they occurred. What? The inverse of as they occurred. Yeah. So, um, hopefully this week's even better. Yeah, it's been pretty nice though. Uh, you know, nothing. You know, not waking up to insanity every day. This kind of it it is still insanity on my <laughs> end a little bit because uh, the 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 vaccine 
rollout is such a I mean and, and here's the thing it was oh, always gonna true. it was always gonna be a disaster no matter what there, there's no there's no playbook for trying to vaccinate 350 million people with, with a supply that will cover two percent of the population you know like everybody wants it nobody can get it it was always gonna be hard it was always gonna be tough no matter what but yeah. um you know, just fending off the phone calls at work constantly from everybody and their brother trying to explain, you know, well, you know, only people of this age can get it right now. And even if you are that age, there actually isn't any to, to cover you. And yeah. you know, when is it coming again? When am I going to be able to get it? Uh, well, I heard that, you know, such and such a Walmart, they're giving it to 30 year olds. Oh, and, you know, you know, there's all this. It, it, it's. You know, it's going to be hard. It's going to be a hard process. Did, did you see Dr. Fauci went on Game Theory, the Game no. Theory uh, uh, YouTube channel to talk about <laughs> coronavirus? No. And, and, and Game, like, um, it's Matt Pat. You know who Matt Pat is? Uh, I, I don't know. He's a famous YouTuber. Um, he uh, He's like, he starts the episode off. He's like, you know, I have no idea why this is happening, but they reached out to us, to, you know, asking <laughs> us if, if we wanted to do the interview. And he's like, I have no idea why, but we, we of course said yes. And yeah. so he interviews them, you know, and uh, so it's just kind of an interesting out of left field yeah. game. It's political world. You know, it is such a big situation that everybody, you know, they're, they're trying to reach a certain demographic. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's for sure. Of, he was also on uh, Joe Budden's uh, podcast. Joe Budden. Yeah. <laughs> First time I've heard that name in about 20 years. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I, I think my favorite thing that I saw this week was how how the, the size of the smile on Dr. Fauci's face when they, when they asked him if he, if he has if he feels there's any difference between the Trump administration and the Biden administration and yeah. if, he, if he feels like he's been like liberated and his face was just like he had the biggest <laughs> smile on his face he he obviously feels much more comfortable with his uh, yeah. position right now so I, I think he, that's he, good yeah and he he wisely downplays it uh, yeah, yeah. I think you know because he doesn't want to offend people he oh. wants people to listen he wants yeah, right, people to right, listen to him right. so. He, he downplays that he doesn't but just try the to look it. on his face was everything like yeah yeah because they were asking him like joe budden of course was like you know what's it like to you know be set free and you know like yeah. stuff like that and uh he he totally downplayed it and he's like no i've been trying for the entire year same thing nothing's different on my end yeah uh, even though you know that's not true um well, you know, but, he's tried. He, he, he yeah, oh, yeah, 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 tried, yeah, yeah. But you know, uh, you know, you know that uh, the situation's different now. Yeah, yeah. He, there's, uh, yeah. I mean, he's given a lot more free reign, I'm sure, to, to say yeah. what he needs to say. Um. So that brings us to recommendations. Do you have a recommendation this week? Play more Switch. Oh, that's a terrible one. That's I like, gotta tell you though, I, I've been playing. Um, mute. I've been playing Doom sixty four. I haven't heard uh, it's very good. You know, it's it's very unusual. I, it, it's it's Doom, you know, and it, yeah. it, playing it with a controller feels very strange. Yeah, uh, I didn't realize because because it is it's very classic Doom. Mm -hmm. um, playing so I never played a classic Doom with a controller before, so that felt really weird. I played it on Super Nintendo. I remember, even though even though you don't actually need to aim in that game, like yeah. there's. <laughs> You know, sight, you just need sight. to be pointing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Point in the right direction. And yeah. Pull the trigger. Um, still feels very strange. And the other really weird thing to me was 
I think the game the game's definitely rated M, right? I would think. But the level design, like all of like the stuff that you associate with Doom, like hell and Nazis and like all that stuff, completely gone. You know, like dead bodies hanging from the ceiling. Because it was a Nintendo 64 game. <laughs> I, uh, well, yeah, Nintendo like didn't allow that stuff. You think you think that's what yes, it was? Yeah, they did. Think of name me one violent Nintendo sixty four game. I mean, like the the complete um, environments of the game completely I th- completely I different think from they allowed one and two. blood in their games still on the Nintendo sixty four era. No, because when you when you shoot the guys, you know, like there's the guys with the shotguns when you shoot them like the rib cage still blows open and well, they that's like a new ground. that's like a that's a new version though like oh, a, i don't know if it was there know. in a 64 version yeah but i don't know goldeneye um, didn't have blood right i don't think, I think it, it might have i don't think it did i, I think it might have i can't remember now i don't think they could fit all those polys through the cable that's right but yeah so i mean it was it's it's still super fun though i mean i heard it's, it's good it's There's like, just something about that original Doom gameplay that yeah. like, even even the games that are trying to like copy it or, or do an homage, there's there's nothing better than the original. There's there's just something special about it. Doom is a history franchise for sure. And you know, I I gotta maybe I've told this story in the podcast before. Doom three is really such a weird game. Like, and I remember Doom three was the first time. It was before Doom 3 came out. It was the first time I got like a high-end gaming PC. I convinced my dad to get a high-end gaming PC for the first time. This thing had like like purple lighting in it. And this was way before like RG- I, our, every PC has like RGB lighting now. But back then, this thing was like a beast. You know, like this yeah, had like purple yeah, lights that. inside it. And uh, I remember we went to get Doom 3 the day it came out. And I got the GameStop and they told me they didn't have enough copies. And the only way you could get a copy is if you pre-ordered. And I had pre-ordered. Yeah. I was like, we were like 14 or something, maybe. So I didn't yeah, have yeah. money to pre-order, you know? Uh, so I'm like, so you're telling me I've got this computer at home <laughs> that I can play this game. Because at the time, it was incredible looking. If you remember the exactly. lighting, the lighting well, was nuts at the time. That's that's what I was about to say is at the time, it was like the crisis of yeah. uh, of PCs, you're like it, you're the, the question was, could your PC run Doom 3? Yeah, you know, uh, and mine could, so I was like, You're yeah. telling me I can't get this game, and, and the guy was like, Well, you know, if you want to stand here and wait, you know, maybe somebody won't pick up their pre order, and then we could sell you the copy because that was the policy back then. He only had like 24 hours or something, yeah, and uh. You know, I sat there for a while. The guy was like, You know what? I don't think we can do that either, and like, uh, I, just, I went home and I felt so. I was so sad. Like I've got you, this freaking PC and I can't even get the game. Like it, you know, it's funny you bring it up because they had they had like all the Dooms on sale on, on yeah. Switch, including Doom Three. And just <laughs> looking play at it, it again, don't you though? Oh, exactly, exactly. Like just looking at it, I was just like, wow. I mean, first of all, it looks really bad by today's standards, obviously. Uh, so it's just it's funny to like back in the day i was like this is the best and yeah. you look at it today and it's like oh my god you know what it's... i fired up halo 2 for the first time in master chief collection because yeah. I've, pl- I've been playing the heck out of master chief collection lately and i played actual halo 2 multiplayer and it looked so bad 
And I was like, we spent thousands of hours playing this game, thinking that this was like the greatest thing. And it's still, it still, yeah, it still feels good to play. But it yeah. looked a bit like, like, it, oh, yeah. like, I hate to say it looks like Minecraft, but it, it almost yeah. looks like Minecraft. Yeah. Like there's like geometry. Sure. Those are Spartans that you're shooting. But like the gun, the gun models are terrible. They're terrible. You, 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 you're playing it on um, Master Chief Collection. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, because but you can switch back and forth. Yeah. Well, there's, yeah, you can, you can, you can queue for, um. For multiplayer, you can queue for either anniversary graphics or yeah. the original graphics. Uh, and the original just... And the other thing is, it's amazing how much... Like, nowadays, when you play multiplayer maps, you don't realize, like, how much map design has evolved. Because, like, you yeah. go back and play, like, those, like, Halo 2 maps, like, the, like little things like spacing. Like, there's there's corridors in there that are so cramped. That it's no. like impossible to fight in. You can't because there's yeah. just there's there's walls and pillars everywhere. <laughs> and like it's obvious that, you know, even though it was such a legendary game for its time and it brought so many things forward, there were so many things that like map designers and stuff still didn't know. You know, like there's one map with random garbage just like put everywhere. It's like impossible to even shoot anybody because there's freaking pillars everywhere. Yeah. And it, it, and it's almost like the designers at the time were just like, well, try this, see if people like it, you know, <laughs> just that's it. Like now though, yeah. all those things are like, they're like common Established. knowledge. Established. Yeah. yeah, right. Like yeah. if somebody wants to have a mid range fight, you need to have this much space, you know? Well, I mean, you got to remember back then, like first person shooters were still relative, like especially competitive, yeah. competitive yeah. first person shooters were like brand new. You had, you had like you had like Quake, you had Counter Strike. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean the original Halo, but, Halo 2. But even those they were less than 10 years old when Halo 2 came out, so yeah. I mean, like, they're yeah. probably like I don't know, 5, 6 years old. Yeah. It's crazy. Um my recommendation, I guess, is just Play Master Chief Collection. It's free on Yeah. Free on Game Pass and it's a uh, no, the thing is, the amount of content, they've updated that game so much, and there's a new season for it coming out this week. Whatever you want to play, you can play it in seconds. Uh -huh. You want to play Halo 1? You got it. You want to play Infection in Halo 3? You got it. You want to play Shoddy Snipers? You got it. You want to play uh, SWAT in, in Halo 4? You, like, everything is the, there. The game, mode, the game mode that I invented. <laughs> everything is there. And, like... It's just so fun. You know, if you get burnt out on one game, okay, I'm just going to go play Halo 2 now. You know, like, it, it's it, it's just, there's a, if you're a Halo fan and you're not playing it, like, there's no reason not to. It still feels so good. It's It really gives me even, the more I play it, the more, even more hope I have for Halo Infinite because there's just, there's so much good in that franchise that, that it seems like, I mean, I say this after Halo 5 was a massive <laughs> downfall, but it seems like they have so much to pull from that they should do well. But yeah, Playmaster Chief Collection is my recommendation. All right, that brings us to the ballooning Godspeed stories. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Wild Bill, if you're out there, give us a that's a shout out. We gotta bring on. We gotta. You know how? What's that show where the one guy brings on his dad, like the 80 year old dad? Uh, on ESPN, they, they just cut him too. Uh, <laughs> that show sucks uh, now. Dad, 
the, the damn yeah, avatar. Yeah. yeah. We we should have Wild Bill come on for like one uh, segment. Wild Bill himself comes on for, for one segment. Uh okay, Godspeed stories. Team Ninja says they are not making a new Ninja Gaiden game. And they are not making another Nio game ever. They say that franchise is, is done. They've completed it. So oh, that's my question for you is what are they making? Dead or alive twenty. Do you think so? Do you think know. that franchise is even like gonna continue on either? Who knows at this point? Um it'd be kind of fun to see them do Shinobi. Um uh, but that's, I, Sega, that's a Sega. Right? Yeah, it is Sega. I don't know how that would work, but It'd be fun. They ran the guy into the ground, so maybe they can. <laughs> exactly. Let, at least let them run. Give them a reboot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so here's here's a really interesting one. Auto Chess, which was the game, the game released by the team that made Dota 2 Auto Chess, but it was a mod for Dota 2. So they made their own game called Auto Chess. Yeah. It's now making a MOBA. Which is what Auto Chess was made from originally, called Auto Chess MOBA. Is so it, we've come full circle. I was gonna say, is this Mandela effect or like what? What the, what the heck? Is it? I don't know if there's room for many more new MOBAs, except for the the, poke, the Pokemon one that Nintendo. The made. Circle of Life is complete. I might actually play the Pokemon one. That I might will. Be my first, that, that might be my first MOBA. I'm I'm there. Ten cents making that, by the way. Is it? Yes. Uh, rumor has it the Apex Legends is coming to the Switch uh, in the first week of February. Do these kids who are going to be playing this competitive multiplayer game on Switch stand any chance whatsoever to kill anybody? Not only will they stand a chance, I promise you they will dominate. It'll be like it'll be like a, a, a Disney Mighty Ducks movie, you know, like where <laughs> where, where the Nintendo kids are, are just completely counted out. And then they, you know, they, they take down the, the better, punk. wiser, more experienced online players. It is a good thing for the Apex Legends franchise, though. Yeah. Uh, HBO is developing another Game of Thrones series based on the Dunk and Egg short stories. <laughs> is HBO... <sighs> I, I, I'm just going to make noises because I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Like they're just gonna make every possible Game of Thrones spinoff they can make, and they're all gonna yeah. suck. That's what I feel. And they're just gonna. Well, that's what they're gonna do. Is they're they're gonna throw like everything against the wall, and they're just if gonna. They haven't to God diluted the value of this franchise enough yet. Well, I think that's probably what it is. Is like, you know, they know massive burn it, burn it massive, all down. <laughs> massive crab damage was done to this franchise at the end of uh, season eight. So they're like, eh, just. We better just throw everything out there and see what happens. Make it while people still care. Exactly. Oh, it kills me, though. Um, a ton of movies were delayed this week. Uh, no, time to no Time to Die was down. No uh, Time to Delay. No Time to Delay or Download uh, was del delayed until October. This, this is exactly what I wrote on the agenda. I, if vulgarity offenses you, I'm sorry. <laughs> the shit-ass Uncharted movie that no one wants to watch to begin with has been delayed uh, until February 2022. And Morbius, the shit-ass Spider-Man spinoff that also nobody wants to watch because it stars Jared Leto 
is also delayed until 2022. Uh, these are all Sony, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, all three of them are. Which one of these movies is going to be the best? It better be No Time to Die. If it's if it's not, I'm going to be... <laughs> I, I don't know. After the last... Well, it seems like with, with Daniel Craig Bond movies, every other one is good. Yeah. So maybe maybe like the last movie sucked, so this one's probably got to be good. This is also his last one. So yeah, exactly. I think because wasn't I think wasn't his deal was he wasn't even gonna sign on unless it was like something really special. Well, he said unless they would kill Bond. Yeah, that or, was the only way he'd come or back. they or if they would make him uh, bisexual or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Basically, well, he wanted to salt the earth uh, underneath James Bond's. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know why he hated James Bond so well, much, but I, I kind of agree with him. Agree with him to an extent, like. Uh, of maybe it is time to kill the character because how many like like you could make other 007 movies and not having James Bond might open a lot of you know interesting uh story possibilities but cuz nobody nobody wants to see the James Bond movie you know where it's just okay it's James Bond but it's still gonna have all those tropes, and if you change the tropes, then people are gonna complain too because they're like, "Well, James Bond yeah. doesn't do that. That's James Bond. He doesn't do that." Well, it seems like it seems like the smartest way around that though would be to leave James Bond alive and then just do spinoff movies. You know, like 008, 009. So that way, people like know, like, okay, you're still gonna get James Bond at some point, but this is like tangential James Bond. I don't know. I I, I think. Because uh, you know everybody talks about like female Bond, black Bond. Well, you could actually do you could like do a, those things without calling the character James Bond. Make you, it you a could, new yeah, exactly. double O. You, you you could do like a shared double O universe, right. and I think people would actually be kind of interested in that. Um, but I, 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 if if James Bond does die, I think it's fine. I, I yeah, I mean, me too. It's fine. You know, Daniel Craig did about as good as you're probably gonna do with the character. And, yeah. There, there's so many other that, movies that like I thing. don't care at this point. What else are you gonna do with the character, really? Yeah, it's uh, it's all, it's really kind of always the same thing at this yeah, point. So right. like, I don't even care what happens. So why not open some new pathways? You know, I don't exactly. Know. Um, speaking of movies, the trailer for Godzilla versus King Kong came out, and I hope you watched it. Oh, I definitely watched this. <laughs> give me your give me your thoughts. Do you want the spoiler theories? And uh... I heard a spoiler theory too. What'd you hear? Well, I saw on Reset Era, someone took a screen cap, and you could clearly see Mecha. Yeah. I believe it's Mecha Godzilla. Yeah. Which leads me, and I, I heard this is a this was already like a, a thing, but once I saw that, my, my first thought was, okay, so King Kong's not actually fighting Godzilla. He's probably fighting Mecha Godzilla in yeah. disguise. Yeah. And that'll be how they get away with, you know, King Kong. Godzilla's winning. the bad and Godzilla's the bad guy. I, I won't be surprised. Actual Godzilla's not the bad guy. Well, I, yeah, I won't be surprised if like midway or halfway through or, or you know, three quarters away, maybe the final fight, all of a sudden Godzilla, the real Godzilla shows, shows up, up to save yeah. to save the day, you know, and you know, defeats Mecha Godzilla. You know what this reminds me of though? This reminds me of Batman versus Superman in the sense that like yeah. they had this idea. And then the idea was, okay, let's do that. Now make up a plot to make it make sense. Like, and, yeah. and the, the plot, don't even really worry about that. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. Well, 
and, and because they gotta they gotta preserve the value of both franchises. Yeah. You obviously can't really get a winner. You can't yeah. get, you know, like they're gonna so team they're, up by the end. Yeah, it's it's it ends up being just the dumbest. It's gonna sort of be like so. Tease. Yeah, I was gonna say that's what this like. I watch this and I'm like, this is the dumbest thing. That for whatever reason, I actually want to watch. Like yeah, it's exactly. so stupid, but I gotta watch it. I don't know yeah, why. Exactly. Um, it actually it, it did two things to me. One, it made me go back and do you remember that PlayStation Two game, uh, War of the Monsters? Yes. It made me wish that we could get like a next gen version because a next gen version of a game yeah, like that be could good. be, it could be so good. Or a Transformers game, same kind of I thought. You know, like the, a the real destruction. One. You could do such realistic destruction to cities yeah. now. It would just be so cool to see. What, what was that? What was that one monster uh, versus monster game that was like goes back a long time? I think it was like Super Nintendo even. It was two D. Oh. It, it was actually it was actually NES, um, and I loved the game. But well, I there was a 64 version, I'm pretty sure too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, there was. Uh, it's killing me uh, that we can't remember. Rampage, yes! rampage. Yes. That that next that, gen um, rampage. Should do it up. They they actually made a movie about it. Yeah, yeah, with the Rock, wasn't it? With the Rock. Oh yes. my God, I That's forgot about that. That's what that was based on. It was oh based on. Oh my God. I saw a hilarious meme of this already, and it's uh, it's King Kong. He's about to kill Godzilla, and Godzilla says, "Save Mothra." Save, save Mothra. <laughs> King Kong's face. What did you say? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what a terrible movie. What did you say? Oh god. Uh, save Mothra. Vicarious Visions, which is based in Albany, New York, actually. Is now part of Blizzard. It's no longer part of Activision. It's part of Blizzard, and it's reportedly developing a Diablo 2 remake. Wow! So I, I'm wondering what's going to come. One, there is one fan out there that is super <laughs> excited. People have been calling for Diablo 2 remake for a long time, but what I can't figure out is: so we got Diablo 4, we got Diablo Immortal. And we're gonna stick a Diablo two remake in there. Like, how many? Yeah, these... that, that seems that, odd. Yeah, it seems like you're definitely, especially since it's like the most beloved of the series. Yeah. Like, if you're trying to release a new one, why would you undercut it with like the most popular one? Right. Because it seems like you like it doesn't make sense. But the new one, I mean, my God, the new one looks so good. I mean, Diablo four, I think, is still probably three years away. So maybe if yeah. this one can come out, you know, this year this year early next year uh, i i think immortal is going to come out pretty soon i think like within the next six months but still you don't it seems weird too that they would do diablo immortal and diablo 2 remake within the same year but i don't know yeah here's a really strange one uh twitch is going on a banning spree and they are banning any account that was created when the person who created it was under 13. So even if you are now 18, 19, 20, 21 years old, if you created oh it when you were under 13, they are banning your account. And this is actually causing a lot of pretty prominent yeah. streamers to be banned. Yeah. And uh, I, I really wonder what their strategy is here because, you know, you don't need to. I, I get that the policy is there. Like you can't have an account to protect. All right. Let's uh, let's let's start crunching the math on Dr. Disrespect. <laughs> Um, 
but I, I don't get what they're, I get the a policy is put there to protect kids from entering, you know, chat rooms, basically. Yeah. Know, any, any chat room has to have an age policy these days. But it seems so counterproductive to be banning these essentially adults. Um, because what I don't think Twitch realizes that they're competing with like, or maybe they do, but like they're competing with cable. They're competing with Netflix. They're competing with Hulu, you know, Disney plus yeah. Th those kids don't need to be 13 to, to turn on their television. Um, I, I and it seems to, I get why actively enforcing it is important, but retroactively enforcing it seems like a really bad move. Like I just, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't really have much to add on that one because, you know, Twitch is just weird. But I'll say this, you know, I noticed this week um, listening to some YouTubers yeah, that they were they were saying how YouTube would just sort of randomly start paying them less for certain certain type of content that they made, you know. So it was almost like YouTube was just sort of suggesting to them, like, okay, don't make this, make this, yeah. you know. And, Almost like a, a sort of like a, a production studio controls, uh, or, or, or like a Hollywood studio would control its production studio. Yeah. You know, like don't make this, make more of this. Yeah. Without actually being able to tell them that, yeah. you know, it's like so, so I don't know, just the ambiguous nature of how they communicate. Like they just suddenly start paying them less for yeah. certain videos, forcing well, them to make other videos. They will. YouTube is infamous too for demonetizing like entire categories of videos. Like, yeah. like we're not going to pay you ad revenue for this type of content at all anymore. It's, like, it's don't just, even ask. It's, just, it's funny to me how they, they do these things, and the, the, the desired outcome is obvious. It's obvious, yeah. but they're so ambiguous about it, you know? Like, it's like they're, they're communicating with no communication. Yeah. And, uh, and they don't and, care. And, well, yeah, and it's, it's just like imagine having the entire world as – your production studio. Yeah, that's a good and analogy. Not, and essentially not talking to them. It, it's just such a bizarre situation. And but Twitch it, is it, like it, doing the same thing. It, it, it hit, um, did you know gaming? They like, they're like, you know, like YouTube basically stopped paying us for this one type of video. So we're going to start making videos like this because this is the only thing they're paying us for. Yeah. It, it just occurred to me that like YouTube probably looked at the type of videos they're making and they were like, no, we want more of this. Cause you've already made enough of this and yeah. it's just bizarre. It's bizarre. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, and see, that's like, I do, you know, I do live streaming. We have this podcast. I have a YouTube channel and it is so weird to look at, you know, especially you think of these big YouTubers and streamers and, you know, they're, they're breaking the big bucks one moment and you think about it, like how everything could just be pulled out from under them at any moment, Yeah, you know, like, Okay, the game that I make videos about is no longer popular. It dies off, you know, or uh, whatever, you know. It, I don't know. Something happens, you know. Like it, yeah. it is a pretty weird thing. There's like so little security there. It's it's strange. Well, it's really like that across all of gaming. Um, you oh know, yeah, especially professional gaming. Like look oh, at yeah, like, same thing. Halo, like Halo, you know. Yeah. If a, if a franchise sort. Of uh, dies off, you're you're probably going to be in for at least a major yeah. pay cut. Yeah. Um. Here we go. Here's two two sports related things. Conor McGregor got knocked out last night. Oh. What? Where do you think his future he's, lies? 
He's your boy, right? I mean, I I think he's a very entertaining fighter. Yeah. His yeah. Per, some of his personal decisions are obviously not things that I would endorse. You know, I watched I watched highlights of that fight. Did you watch the, the actual fight? I watched like the final exchange, and that was basically it. Yeah, that's that's basically all I saw, and I was just curious. Like, was there more? Like, did he get knocked down like a bunch of times in, Everybody the, in the second round? I talked to said he won the first round. Well, uh, that's it's just weird to me that they gave him a TKO because like. Yeah, he got knocked down, and yeah, he didn't look like he was really going to put up a much of a fight once he was down there, but it just seemed so sudden and abrupt to stop the fight. I was like, what else well, was there? What you've heard there? all the calls that it was rigged, right? That's what people are saying. It was rigged. It was rigged. No. So so the Vegas betting situation was 90% in favor of Connor. So yeah. if, if you put, I think it was like 100 bucks on Justin Poyer winning the fight, you got like a nine times payout. So for every hundred bucks you put in, you would get a thousand. So yeah. everybody was saying, you know, like, oh, well, you know, the fix was in and blah, 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 blah. But Conor McGregor, if you listen to what he said, he was pretty straight up about it. He's like, I've, I haven't been fighting. Like I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't comfortable. I wasn't ready. I haven't been fighting. I just, yeah. I lost. I, and he wasn't even like, he wasn't even himself. He wasn't like no, no bravado. He was like, yeah, that's a, that's a weird thing to me, especially, and it seems to happen in MMA more so than like boxing or anything, where, you know, like you can have this one fighter and they seem so dominant and they seem like such a, a star and then all of a sudden they just, they just lose. They, they usually they, retire too. They usually, I, they almost always say, I lost, I lost the wheel to fight. I don't want to fight anymore. I mean, like with Mike Tyson, there was, there was sort of a decline there. Like you could see it. Like yeah. behind the scenes, you know, like the, his his uh, his manager there died. Yeah, and then you know his 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 life slowly like you could people knew his you life. Talk about like, Don King. <laughs> uh, no, I'm talking. Uh, uh, oh God, Diamato or whatever. He he was he was the coach the, for the actual Muhammad yeah. Ali. Yeah. Yeah, and um, when he died, Mike Tyson really went off the rails because he was like sort of like the guy keeping him in check. Yeah. And, and so people like knew his life was going off the rails. And so when Mike Tyson lost, yeah, it was surprising. But really, if you look back, it yeah. wasn't that surprising because you could see like this, this. I feel like UFC, like it just any given night, anybody can lose. Well, I feel like it's a, it's multiple factors. Yeah, anybody can lose. I mean, these are real fights, you know, boxing yeah. the same way. Um but, you know, UFC is even less predictable. But I think what happens is they get built up with this belief that they're truly un unbelievable. They're the best there ever was. And then all of a sudden when they lose, you know, their whole world comes crashing down around them. They lose yeah. their confidence. I, how many, we could go like on forever about all the UFC fighters who were champions for a long time. Yeah. They, they lose like once or twice and then they, they, they say they've lost their they're, they're exactly. well. They don't I mean, even want to fight anymore. The other fighter that really comes to mind is Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. She was uh, the destroyer of worlds, and then all of a sudden she loses, and then she loses again, and then she's like, I'm gone. There, there was one here. guy who was, uh, he was destroying, Anthony Johnson. He was destroying everybody. Everybody. Yeah. He, he was destroying everybody. He finally got his title shot. He showed up to the title shot. He looked like, like almost like scared. He yeah. got he got beat and like he immediately said like I I didn't I don't I didn't want to be here I'm done I'm retired I I'm 
I did, I, he got his moment yeah. and he was just like, I don't want to do it anymore. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's strange to me. And it, I, I just can't quite get into it in the same way I can get into boxing. Cause it's, boxing. There's just a little less of that surprise. You and nobody else. That, no, <laughs> you and the 80 year old grandpa uh, out there who still likes <laughs> boxing, but boxing seems to have more of a consistency to it. And so when someone is upset, uh, I don't know. It feels more like an upset than in UFC because UFC like upsets just happen and everything just seems so random. I don't know. I, yeah. I, it's just, it rubs That's what's me the exciting about it though. It's anything can it's happen. Just, it rubs me the wrong way. The other thing that I think that might go into it, because if you, if you notice, that's almost always what happens is somebody will win 10, 15, 20 fights in a row. And then once they lose, they lose again and they lose again. I think, people, yeah. I think, you know, the coaches and out. stuff, finally figure them out and then everybody gets taught this is how you beat this guy or this girl this is how you do it yeah and, and that there's, they've been training to be that way for 20 30 years and then they, they just yeah. they can't they can't change it you know like this I is who i was it's probably just the fact that there's so many different ways you can beat somebody in yeah, ufc that's true that's true too like in boxing there's only two ways you can beat somebody you yeah. know your left hand or your right hand or endurance uh, yeah yeah basically and uh you know, in UFC, there's there's like a million ways. So yeah. th that's probably part of it. So here's the other sports thing. Tom Brady is headed to the Super Bowl again in his first year with Tampa uh, Bay. He's, 40, he, he's 43 years old. He's been to the Super Bowl. This is his 10th Super Bowl. But yeah. here, here's here's what I really wanted to, wanted to point out. What was, Has Brady won six Super Bowls? Yes. Everybody points to Brady as like the greatest of all time. And I, I, I wouldn't even argue. Like I, I'd say, that's fine. Like, go ahead. Yeah. No, that's, that's, you can make that case, but he's lost numerous times. Why yeah. is it that LeBron, he's back to the freaking finals almost, every, but everybody says, well, he's lost a few. He sucks. He sucks. Well, he I sucks. Jordan didn't lose any. He's the best. LeBron has lost more than he's won. Okay, he lost when he was 19 years old. He, he, when he had Sadrunas Agelskis as his I, number two scorer. How many has he won? Three or four, I think. Uh he's at he's at four. Yeah. One four. in Cleveland, two at two in Miami, and, and then one, one in LA. LA. Yeah. So he's four. lost. And he's played see. in like ten of them. He lost one in Cleveland. I think he only made one in Cleveland, right? I don't know. I thought I think maybe there was two more. I don't think he. I don't think he made it more than twice in Cleveland. Did he? Did he? No, no, because they kept playing Golden State and they kept losing. And but they only beat him once. But I think they played him three times. I don't. I don't think that they made it to the finals. You don't think he made it three times in Cleveland because he couldn't even get past Boston when he was. Well, in did he? Did he play once in Cleveland before he left? Yes. And he lost. He he won his first year back in Cle in Cleveland. He he came back, he won it, and then the next year he lost. Yes. So I think he's lost two in Cleveland. Right. He lost one in in my or no, he lost two in Miami. He lost the one to to the Mavericks. The Mavericks. So he's actually he's won four and he's lost four. And and then he right? lost again to the Spurs, right? This was the Warriors, wasn't it? In Miami, I thought I thought the other one was to the Spurs. He lost to the Spurs in Cleveland, I think, his first time. Oh, okay. So maybe maybe Spurs. I think he's four and four now. 
Yeah, I, I think he's still losing because I think he's been to at least nine, and and I think he's won four. I want to Google this, but he's close. He's been, he's been to like fifteen conference championships or something. Like he's been there every year. Oh yeah, 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 right. And that's but that's what I don't get is you know Brady. Sure, he's he's won six. Yeah. He's won six. He has arguably one of the greatest coaches of all time that's coached him for six, all six of those. And I, I'm not trying to take away from what Brady's done at all. He's an incredible athlete. He's one of the best of all time. But like I say, he's he's won. He's won. If you do the math, he's won two Super Bowls for every one he's lost. So he's he's still coming out ahead. But it is, you know, it's kind of fascinating to think if if he won every single Super Bowl uh, that he was in, he'd have a ring for every single finger, like. Who cares? Nobody, nobody Why ever. Is that talks. fascinating? Who cares? Because imagine the Sports Illustrated cover with every single finger. There's not even a Sports Illustrated man cover to speak of. No. Okay. I mean, there is on Apple News, but um, you magazines know, are used finger. for toilet paper now. I mean, that that would be cool. You would never see that again. So it would just be cool to see. It would, it would also be impossible. I mean, how does anybody? Jordan was 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 the exception to the rule like there's a lot of luck involved there to win every single time there well yes and no i think in basketball i think it's actually even easier in basketball than football because one player can really make all the difference in basketball you know like i don't think anymore it used to any be, team, any team lebron james lands on is going to the finals like every single year well and they can say the same for tom brady now Pretty much. I mean, yeah, that's true. I mean, he didn't even make the playoffs last year, but uh, I think you're you're probably right about that. For, I think this proves, you know, you put Tom Brady on some type of talented team, and they're going to be a Super Bowl contender. Yeah. Uh, at least, you know, who knows? He's 44 next year or whatever. But uh, I, I don't. I, I just I just can't stand that. You know, some people, even quarterbacks that win two Super Bowls. I mean, how many Aaron Rodgers won? And people talk about him as as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He's won look, exactly one Super Bowl. Look, he's and he's been to only one, right? Yeah. And people call him one of the best of all time. LeBron yeah. has won four titles. People are like, "Yo, he's trash. He's lost a bunch of finals." <laughs> and it's like, but he's there. Well, you know, every yeah, year he, LeBron, he's dragging a shit ass team okay. to the finals for a decade. Here, here's the other situation. LeBron is being compared to Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan has six. LeBron Michael Jordan has four. sucks. Michael Jordan sucks. And I think, how many did Kobe have? He got five, right? So, yeah. So that puts LeBron third, not even second. And he's probably, do you think LeBron will pass Jordan in championships? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I never thought that. I think he could tie him. I think he could tie him. No, I don't think anybody will ever. Well, that's not completely true because there's these weird role players who end up with like eight championships. Exactly. Who's average like four points a game? Yeah, but, but nobody ever counts those guys. Right. That's when he, technically they they have have. Yeah, more, they get yeah. a they get a ring, but it's not really because. I don't of them. think there will ever be another player in the NBA that gets seven championships. I don't. Now, see, I don't. I don't think it'll ever be that. broken. It, it just depends on if they can hold the good team. Like, <clears> I if, don't think so because imagine if Golden State stayed healthy. Like, I don't no, know. They, they would have been. Sports statistics and stuff. I think the level of talent in professional sports has come up so much. That's true. In the past 20, 30 years, it's not even the same game. Like, yeah, you know, back in the day, Michael Jordan was dominant. 
and two thirds of the players in the league, you know, were were not as good as like probably people who are bench players now. That's true. And I'm not I, trying I to take away from Jordan. I'm just saying like it's it because the the level of coaching and and analysis yep. that happens and and you know sports science and uh, sports medicine for that matter too. It, it's uh, you know, it's like it's like you know, comparing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to you know Kobe Bryant or something like that. It's not even valid comparisons, really. Yeah. But, um. But yeah. So Tom Brady, the, the only person he's being compared to is Joe Montana, and he's he has more championships. So I mean, that's it. That's that's all there is to it. Is like. The guy that was the best, he's 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 done it more, so he's the best, you know. Like you know, and the thing is too, though, is that after a certain amount of time passes, nobody cares anymore. So like, yeah. nobody cares about Joe Montana anymore. There's no, That's true. there's hardly nobody out there saying, "Oh wow, he was really great, yeah. wasn't he?" Nobody yeah, you're says right. that. You're right. Like there's there's people a certain age, and they'll be like, "Wow, Joe Montana, he was the best," you know. And yeah, I feel like people even even our age, you know, like. I remember watching Who's Joe Montana. Montana? Yeah. I, yeah. I remember watching him a little bit at, at the very end of his career when he was in Kansas city. Yeah. Um, but I was like, eh, you know, like whatever. Um, I, I feel like the generation below us, they're probably yeah. like, yeah, Michael Jordan. Who the hell is that? Who, yeah. yeah he, he's not that good. You know, sure. Exactly. He's, Kobe Bryant. Kobe yeah, Bryant. Yeah. You know, or, or LeBron or yeah. Or LeBron. Or Steph Curry or whatever. Yeah. Not Steph Curry. Well, I think the gen, I think some of them, <laughs> Who are like ten years old now? We'll say Steph Curry. Steph Curry he, I mean, we've gone way off topic now, but that's okay. It's been a Steph while Curry, since we did this. Steph Curry, isn't he? He's just some kind of weird because he can be phenomenal some nights, and he can be straight trash. Well, I think it'd be garbage, it, like dead weight. Do you realize how much talent those Warriors teams had? It's sickening. It's yeah. sickening. They had Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, whose whose absence has been obvious. It, it's yeah. made a huge difference. Draymond Green, Kevin Durant, Steve Kerr as a coach, you know, who was the NBA champion himself, part of the historic Bulls runs. Um, I think wasn't Steve Nash their one of their assistant coaches? Another uh, believe, NBA Hall of Famer. Yes, yes, it, he was. One of the, who's now the coach of a team that's favored to win a championship in his very first year coaching. It's like was he coaching again? The Nets. Did he gets first. Oh no, the Nets. Who who oh. now have James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant. Wow. If the three of them can figure out how to play together. Yeah. Um, they lost their first two games together against the lowly Cleveland Cavaliers. So. But I really think I really think. Towards the end there, just before Clay got hurt the first time, um, I think uh, Steph Curry was genuinely a little bit intimidated because, like, Steph was always known as like the great shooter on the team, yeah. but I think Clay had surpassed him like cl- quite clearly. A lot of the an- I, analysis say that, yeah, that he is technically and, the better player. Yeah, yeah, and I think Steph sort of knew it, and I think, I mean, I I remember watching some games of theirs. At the very end, just before, well, actually, I, I was watching the game where Clay got hurt, and Steph was just—I mean, he was terrible. He couldn't hit anything. He was just terrible. I mean, uh, all last season, they were—they were really bad. Uh, even when Steph was there, they were bad. Yeah. 
And then I mean, this, Clay was making shot after shot. This Steph season, was just... they're about a 500 team, but like half of their wins, they're coming back from like 30 point deficits in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Like they're getting destroyed. And then yeah. Steph Curry goes on these insane shooting sprees. Well, they beat the Lakers like that. Yeah, they beat the Lakers. Uh, they've done it at least two or three other times this season. Jesus. Yeah, where they're down by like 30 points in the third quarter. And then they, you know, Steph pulls it out of his wazoo. You know yeah. But doesn't it sort of prove like they, they haven't been the same since Clay went down? Definitely so, not. I mean, they lost so, Durant too. Um, yeah. I mean, that team was just, there's really like three MVP candidates on that same team. There's Steph, Durant, and, and Clay. Yeah. And, now in Brooklyn, you've got Kyrie, Durant, and and James. I feel Harden. like uh, the the personality. Oh my in, god! In, in Brooklyn, if they can make this work, it's going to be an absolute well, miracle. That's what everybody has been saying because none of those three have been known to be leaders in the locker room. Uh, yeah. they, they're all like enigmas. They're all they don't. Well, <clears throat> they're not good lead. I mean, they're, they're, Irving and Harden have known to be straight up toxic. Durant's just yeah. kind of like odd. He's that's just kind of like literally fine. exactly what I was about to say. I was going to say like the only one approaching normal is, is Kevin Durant. But like you say, he's, he's not a leader. He's just, he's quiet. He's well. And, and the last few years, he's really been kind of a, a jerk. Like I wouldn't say he's like toxic to his teammates, yeah. but he's, he's been like, like he won't, he, he, he get, he's one of those guys who won't talk to the media. He gives one word answers, um, you know, that I mean, kind of thing. I, I, I know Kyrie, he's he's known to be straight up toxic. And, yeah, yeah. And, and Harden, I don't know. I, I've heard he's kind of, he's odd. Um, well. I, I know in, in the fourth quarter, he just, he, he does the best disappearing act you've ever seen. Well, you know, that. Doesn't and, show up. I mean, all of them are high volume shooters. They all need to shoot the ball like 20 times a game, especially yeah. Harden. But look no further. For, do you want to talk about toxic? He always said he needed more help in Houston. He needed more help. They brought in Dwight Howard when he was still Dwight Howard. They brought in Chris Paul. They brought in Russell Westbrook. They brought in numerous stars to help him. And he literally ran all of them out of town after one year. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. And it's like, and then he says, well, you know, we're not good enough. We're not good enough. Well, (laughs) trade me. You've run every other star that they've brought the Houston out. Yeah. I mean, they're like the toxic trio. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's just, I like that it's name. Just, it's like a wrestling group. Yeah, I, I mean, when I heard the names, I was like, "Oh God, how are they going to make this work?" They're the, they're the new. It kind of makes me somewhat happy because you know the Miami Heat were such villains that first year. You know that LeBron and and Wade and Bosh teamed up, but they really weren't like villainous personalities. They were just you know written off as villains for teaming up. These yeah. three. Are like literally not only are they teaming up but they're three villainous personalities so it's like at, at least there's i think there's a more hated trio now than that miami heat trio uh, <laughs> yeah i definitely say so because all these guys you know they get they have extreme baggage i, I actually saw an article um telling uh Kyrie to just quit just yeah. go away Stephen a said it on national television he, he said yeah. he, he's like you should retire today He's like, Maybe that's what it was. You don't like basketball anymore. Just, just stop. Just go yeah. away. Just retire. Yeah, like that's how sick people are of him. Like, they're, yeah. it, people are literally just telling him to leave. Do you remember? Uh, he wanted out I, of I Cleveland. Guess, 
I just saw on, on Facebook, because we use the uh, messenger to, to start this, um, they're, they're, they're teasing something for Halo Master Chief Collection in three days. Well, the new season comes out in three days. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they've got some surprise for it. But. Well, yeah. What do they do for the seasons? Uh, there's there's like a, ba- a free battle pass. So you can oh, actually okay. unlock, you know, th- you can unlock skins and stuff for weapons in like Halo 2 and Halo 1, Halo 3, Halo 4, Halo 5. Not Halo 5. 5's not in Chief Collection. But they add new content to the old new armor. It's 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 pretty incredible. You're getting new armor that was never yeah. in Halo Two in Halo Two. Like it's just it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's it for this week, guys. Uh, All right. We went really long. Uh, BlizzCon online in February. We got nothing else. It went on forever. Uh, you got anything else to say? Will Smith sucks. Well, yeah, Um, the birds. There's my recommend. My other secret recommendation. (laughs) Watch the birds. Great movie. Um, You will not um, see the ending coming if you haven't already heard about it or seen it over the last seventy years or however. Seventy. Yeah. You never. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Got the locked out until next Sunday. See ya.